We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's the Bill Michaels Show. Thanks for tuning in, Wisconsin. We will get to Mike Clemens here in just a sec. Radio Joe here filling in for Bill today. Hey, my friends at Hyundai West Dallas, they are proud to announce the winter sell-down event. All new vehicles are sold at or below dealer invoice. They will match any Wisconsin dealer's offer, offering top Kelly Blue Book values on trades, which includes 0% financing available, no payments until February, no down payment needed. They also offer a fully no-touch digital delivery where you can sign all the papers from your living room. That's right. You're living across the state of Wisconsin. I don't expect you guys to drive all the way down to West Dallas. That's outside of Milwaukee, okay? You can just go to HyundaiWestDallas.com. There's three different ways to contact them. Car that you like, they can just work with you on the phone digitally as well. On If you got an iPad or a tablet, that helps. But they will ship the car up to you. Like, literally, you never have to come down to West Dallas. That's why this makes all the sense in the world here across the network. They will make your best deal. They will pull an extra discount or prize off of their Christmas tree of savings as well. You can save up to $500 there. And... If you mention my name, Joe Zanzola, Radio Joe, you get an additional $500 off your new car. It's all happening at Hyundai West Dallas, HyundaiWestDallas.com. Broadcast associates are Kyle Wu and Brooks Clark and our technical producer, Michael Nathanson. Technical director is Dane Crawford. Mitchell Trubisky in trouble. It's a strip. Wow. The ball is out. The ball is out inside the 10-yard line. A strip sack, and it's recovered by the Lions. Second down, Peterson again. Adrian Peterson, full head of steam, training for the goal line and fights his way in for the touchdown. And the Detroit Lions take the lead with 137 to play. Oh, man. You don't measure the game. You know, you can come out and, you know, the team can have a, you know, you've seen it before. You get great momentum with an opening kickoff for a touchdown and you lose 35 to 7, you know, or you get up 21 to 0 at half and you lose 28 21. You know, so that's, that's what I'm trying to instill in these guys. Don't measure it. It helps you from avoiding the emotions that you can, you know, get caught up in the game. It's just play the next play. Let's go. Let's have a great time doing it. And then at the end, when that clock hits 0 0 0, that's the time that you look up there and see, you know, how the game went. That's Daryl Bevel there in that highlight courtesy of Fox Sports. Welcome back. Bill Michael's show continues. Radio Joe with you. It, it was a train wreck to see how things fell apart for the Chicago Bears. And I had a feeling it was going to go one way or the other. The Lions were either going to find a way to choke or the Bears were going to find a way to choke. Joining us now is Mike Clemens, our Green and Gold Insider. So, Mike, 
I, I'll tell you what, the Lions, I think there are some things that you have to take seriously going into this game, and one of which is old man Adrian Peterson. He can still play, man. Yeah, well, the thing about that game against the Bears, Joe, I mean, you heard the announcers wrapping things up. Right. They thought the Bears had this thing in the bag. They were reading off the credits, you know, and Trubisky fumbles that ball. And so then Adrian Peterson scores on a touchdown, and the Bears still get the ball back, and they can't convert a fourth and one. It's just unbelievable collapse. I do not understand. I've been watching some Trubisky tape after the Packers played the Bears, and this guy's just, I don't think he's got, he doesn't have an arm. And this weekend, they've got to play the Houston Texans against the Sean Watson, the guy they should have taken. That's going to be quite the drama that continues for Chicago. As for these Lions... You know, Matthew Stafford's problem is he's got a good offensive coordinator and he's got some weapons. He just can't get back on the field. The Lions' defense is poor. Their secondary is poor coverage. They made Trubisky will look like a winner, quite frankly, um, except for Everson Griffin on the field. You know, he's got Marvin Jones, Mohamed Sanu, the big tight end T.J. Hawkinson, Adrian Peterson. He's got uh, he's, he's got plenty of weapons that I saw in that Bears game. And so then there's Adrian Peterson who's now scored four touchdowns in the last two games, his 14th season, 35 years old. Sure, he still wants a Super Bowl ring. He got close when Brett Favre was with him with the Vikings. He'd like to set more rushing records. But he was asked yesterday, why are you still in the NFL? Because I, I can still do it. If I felt like that, like I could be productive or you know, my body was telling me like, hey, okay, you know, it's, it's enough. You're, you're really pressing right now. Then I would hang it up, but that's not what it is, you know. So I, I, I always say the eye in the sky doesn't lie. If, you, if you've been watching, you see that, hey, you know, I, I feel like I look better than a lot of the young running backs that's in the NFL right now. Yeah, I mean, it, it's the Frank Gore effect. I mean, it's just, it's just crazy to see a 35-year-old running back be able to still go out there and deliver. Um, so you have to you have to pay attention to Adrian Peterson coming up, especially, you know, we don't know about DeAndre Swift's situation right now. He was limited in practice the other day, but that will be one thing to keep an eye on. The other thing, Mike, it's Daryl Bevel. I mean, he he's he's calling the shots now, and obviously he has the strong ties to the Badgers and the Rose Bowl. But Matthew Stafford, it, it, he seems to be a big fan of Bevel's. And even though Matthew is a veteran, I think that Daryl is doing the same things that he did with his four or five years with Brett Favre is stay in the pocket, man. Let the pocket work for you. Right. It's small steps. All you need is take two steps to the right, and you can extend the play another two seconds if you make the right step. I'm watching Stafford last three games. He's playing a lot more from the pocket and getting the ball downfield. When it got to the final weekend and uh, Patricia was let go, uh, there was applause in the building. This guy had become quite the dictator. So Matthew Stafford was asked, since your offensive coordinator now, Daryl Bevel, has been taken over as the interim coach, how, how have things changed? To be honest with you, to me, he's the guy uh, I've been seeing for you know close to two years now as an offensive coordinator, um, which is awesome. You know, He's just the same guy. Um, he just gets to talk to everybody. And uh, I think it's fun for the defensive guys to be able to uh, hear his voice a little bit and uh, know what he's all about, which is, you know, he's a positive dude. He's got a great energy. He loves this game. He wants all of us to, you know, work extremely hard, but at the same time, love what we're doing because, you know, it's it's a it's a privilege to get to do what we get to do. And uh, guys got to go out there and, and earn it every day. There's no question about it. But we also got to uh, 
got to, uh, you know, love it and appreciate the opportunity that we have. So I'm just happy that he's getting his chance um, after a bunch of years of coaching. And, and um, you know, I think the guys are, are responding well. We'll hear more from Daryl Bevel here in just a sec. But, Mike, you know, the Lions – at one point, I mean, they're still kind of in this playoff hunt, but they made that trade for Everson Griffin from the Cowboys right before the trade deadline, and that's another guy you have to keep an eye on on Sunday. Who's had a lot of snaps against David Bakhtiari in all those years that he's with the Minnesota Vikings. And and so he was asked, what stands out about David Bakhtiari, now the highest paid you know, left tackle or offensive lineman in the NFL when you go against him? He's just different, you know. Um, he has a different kick, you know, in the stance. Um, he, um, yeah, he just has a different kick. I'm not gonna give um, give you all my keys what I have on him, but um, you know, we've been we've been battling together for a long time. You know, he's one of the best to do it, and you know, I love going up against him. Um, you know, he knows anytime that we see each other, he's gonna have to bring his end game, and you know, I'm fired up. You know, I'm ready to go. Um, so um, I can't wait for prime time. Um, going out there and beating the Green Bay Packers on primetime TV with my teammates. Um, and we got to go out there, execute our assignments and do our job. You know, um, um, that's all we're looking forward to right now. You know, that's all I, that's all I can think of is playing against the Green Bay Packers. So um, my focus is on Aaron Rodgers and David Bakhtiari. <laughs> Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, him and Daryl Bevel crossed paths back in 2005 when Bevel was still in Green Bay, right, Mike? Quarterbacks coach under Mike Sherman, and he said in 2005 when he was doing his own evaluations, he thought Aaron Rodgers was the best quarterback in the draft, not Alex Smith, but he said, you know, we're picking 24th. We'll never get the kid out of Cal. And sure enough, Ted ends up taking him. And so Bevel was asked, what did you see as a quarterback coach in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers as a 21-year-old kid, his rookie season uh, with the Packers? It was just, you know, just that first year. Um, that, that I was there with him, you know, the year that we draft him. I thought it was a, a, a great experience for me, you know, really um, two younger guys, obviously with this, with this veteran player that we had that was, you know, as big as the game is um, to, to be able to watch him and, and be able to learn. So Aaron and I, you know, kind of were, were a little bit, uh, you know, close that way because we were kind of the, I, I don't know if it's newer guys or whatever, but um, I remember bringing him in the day he got, that we drafted him, we flew him in, kind of giving him a little tour, um, I thought our relationship was was good. Um, I got to be honest, I think somewhere there in the middle, you know, when I left and then went to Minnesota, I don't think the relationship was very good anymore, you know, and uh, understandably why. Right. Uh, but um, obviously have a ton of respect for him. Um, everything that he's doing really, as I said, it, it's not a surprise to me. I got to see him, you know, his work ethic firsthand. Um, got to see how smart he was. Obviously, I understood some of the skill sets from watching him on tape and then watching him in practice with, I mean, his accuracy, his ability to move, um, you know, the way the way his, his mind is, is, that he thinks and is able to get in and out of things and get yourself into the best play. So, um, yeah, it was a great time working with him. Yeah, great breakdown there from uh, Bevel on Aaron Rodgers. But, again, you talked about the relationship that Bevel had with Brett Favre. A lot of people – because. I heard this yesterday from you, and I just I just got a great kick out of it. The rest of the state is about to hear this. So wh- what was this whole thing, Brett Favre and Darren Bevel going out and hunting cougars and mountain lions? We all know that Brett Favre enjoyed deer hunting, bow hunting in Wisconsin and on his 450 acres in his property down in Mississippi. Daryl Bevel is a gun hunter, sometimes a big game hunter. We were at the Super Bowl. We saw Daryl there. It was Super Bowl 50 in San Francisco. They brought back all the MVPs. So Far was in town. 
Daryl connected with Brett and said, Hey, Brett, why don't you go on this hunting trip with me next month out to Utah? So yesterday I got to, because then Brett told me this story a couple of years later. I asked Daryl yesterday on the hotline, I said, tell us about that hunting trip with you and Favre. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was a great experience. I have a, um, a, uh, a cousin that's down in um, Southern Utah. So we went on a, we went on a trip, hunting trip down there for cougars. Uh, we saw a couple, we were able to track a couple. And then uh, it was, it was actually quite an experience. I think we rode horses for like 18 miles first and then jumped off the horses, jumped on the, in a car and started, you know, cutting roads and looking for tracks, found tracks. Um, you know, the dogs were able to go out. I mean, we were able to find a, just a beautiful cougar to, to take a look at. I mean, it was, it was, I, I don't know if I want to give all the story away. Maybe Brett should be able to tell a little bit better, but um, you know, he had a bow that he was trying to use. Um, I think he only had four arrows and at the end there was no arrows left, but the cougar was still running. So, um, you know, we can finish the rest of the story later. Well, of course, you have what Brett Favre had to say to that story. So, in other words, Favre is there. He's <laughs> run out of arrows. They're confronted by this cougar or mountain lion. Here's Brett Favre's side of the story. I, I, I knew absolutely nothing about hunting a mountain lion. And quite frankly, not, not much about a mountain lion at all. Uh, but that like, on occasion, they attack people. So, we go out there. We meet Daryl. Uh, we first day we ride on horseback for 18 and a half miles. We rode down the road looking for tracks. We found some tracks. We, the, the dogs got out. They, once we, we got off the horses, uh, Cliff said, Hey, they're on a mountain lion. We're getting ready. This was getting ready to get real. And so we're running through brush up and down a mountain. We're trying to get to when the dogs finally treated this mountain lion. And I was exhausted when I got, got to the mountain lion and we were like, five yards and it was looking at us just you know hissing and and growling at it <laughs> there was a certain amount of fear and and i i'll say this it was people have asked me when i've show, showed them pictures of the setting and what you know what it was like and they said well was it worth it and i said i would i would tell you i would tell anyone if you ever have the opportunity do it once now after that that's up to you Talk about living to tell the tale, and it and in that situation, Bevel was the real gunslinger. Hey, Bevel had to finish the job with the gun. <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> he is Mike Lemons, our Green and Gold Insider. We will uh, continue on with Mike on the other side as the Bill Michael Show rolls on right after this. Border to border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. This portion of the Bill Michael Show brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Plenty of ways to keep warm this winter, right? Put on a sweater, wool socks, cover up with a blanket, maybe a little hot toddy, whatever it happens to be. Or you could simply call on our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Yes, you can Pella now and pay later. Pella installs year-round, by the way. Every leaky window and door that you have and you replace, you can start saving on those energy bills right now in winter and in summer. And better still, with their latest Pella Now and Pay Later offer, you can get no money down, no payments, no interest for 12 months just by calling them up right now. Just go to PellaWI.com, get all the information you need. And uh, plus, they're going to save an extra 500 bucks on your qualifying offer right now as well. That's putting some jingle back in your pocket. Buy right now. You're good to go. It goes all the way through December 31st. Set up your free consultation right now at PellaWI.com or stop into the Experience Centers in Green Bay, in Brookfield, just west of Milwaukee, and out in Madison. Again, go to PellaWI.com. That is Pella. 
WI.com. Got to get to the 31. Packers bringing it. Wentz, for a 10th consecutive game, is sacked for at least three times. And we're still early in this one. This time coming up to make it was Raven Green. I feel like any time time you uh, go upstairs, man, and go knock on a coach's door in his office, man, uh, I think, yeah, it it changed a lot. So uh, we're just glad, man, that that coach listened to his players, man. Like I told you when I first got here, man, coaches really care about their players. And uh, when something's not working and we see it on the field, man, just the communication uh, with them to uh, help us change it, man, as you can see, man, we're getting a lot of more turnovers and a lot of more sacks. That's right. Darius Smith there. Highlight courtesy of CBS says him and Preston. Kenny Clark went to Mike Benton's office last week and said, hey, we want to get after the quarterback. Please simplify things for us. I'm Radio Joe in for Bill today. Mike Clemens, our Green and Gold Insider, with us for another segment. All right. So Mike Pettin yesterday, Mike, responded after what Zadarius Smith had to say after the game on Sunday. Yeah, and I think what's critical about this, Joe, is is right now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have lost like three of their last four games. The Saints are a good team. When you beat them, uh, they were missing their top receiver and a couple of their key defensive players. The Packers have a chance now to try and get to the very top of the NFC. They've got to get some more consistency, I feel, still, on that defense. And so don't get too excited about your seven sacks over a you know train wreck in Carson Wentz and that busted up offensive line or about beating Mitchell Trubisky. Because this weekend against Matt Stafford, this is the first serious quarterback you face since, I don't know, Phillip Rivers or Tom Brady. And how did that, how did that turn out? So Mike Pettin, you know, Zadaria said after the win over the Eagles, yeah, me, Kenny Clark, Preston went in and talked to Mike Pettin to say, you know, Coach, some of the stuff you need to simplify before they went into that Eagles game. That's why we gave up that 57-yarder to David Montgomery. And then we learned, you know, for some clarification, these guys talked to the defensive coordinator one at a time. But Mike Penn says that, you know, sometimes Darius will actually blow off his calls during the game. So we talked to Mike Penn about his open door talking to his team leaders on defense when you talk about like things that they want or don't want to do uh and i think z z has made it very well known that that he he likes when it's just called for for there to be straight rush and obviously we can't do that all the time and and there are times where you know i got to get after him for for trying to shake shake off signs during the uh during the game so the key thing is when when you meet with the players is you always want there to be a why we'll never you know pull the pull the parents deal and say, because I said so. We need to explain the why. And if the why, and the why is not good enough, and kind of sometimes you can sense that when it's coming out of your mouth, like, then, then we change it. And if not, you got to explain them why, why you're not going to. And I just think it's it's important in general when, when we're talking defense with the players, whether it's installation in the spring or even just during the game week, that they understand why we do certain things. This is this call is for this particular situation to take this away. These are the weaknesses of it. These are the strengths. This is what we expect of it. Well, and that's the thing, too, and and this is the question that always comes up. Is it a personnel problem or is it a scheme problem and is it a Mike Pettin problem? And again, Pettin kind of biting back there in regards to what Zadarius had to say. Yeah, but And, you know, if you talk to Bill Lazor, offensive coordinator for the Bears, or last week, Doug Peterson, they say, hey, Mike, man, Mike Pettin's defense is complex. It's, it's exotic. It's tough for us to figure out the patterns that those guys are rushing 
coming at us from the box. And so I asked the Lions interim head coach, Daryl Bevel, if in fact he thinks that the Patton defense is complex and tough to game plan for. Yeah, Mike, it, it really is. You know, I, 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 I can't get past is Zadarius. You know, he's, 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 I mean, he causes a major problem. And he, you know, they, they move him all over the place. Uh, the rush ability that he has, whether he rushes a center, a guard, a tackle, um, he doesn't quit. He can go speed to power uh, very quickly so he can, you know, just just crush the pocket on the quarterback. But he also is very shifty in his moves um, and can get pressed, you know, pressure on the quarterback that way. I think Kiki is playing is playing outstanding right now. Again, another guy that's got really quick moves at the line of scrimmage. Um, that can cause problem for some of our guards. And I mean, I really could keep, keep naming them. I think they're doing a great job in the secondary uh, with, you know, with Jair um, on, you know, really kind of number 23 does, does a great job for them really active on the football uh, King active on the football as well. So um, a good scheme, number one, they can, you know, and I think that really what they're basing it off of is just getting pressure on the quarterback first. Um, that's where it starts. That's where I see it. And, you know, that's the problem that we're going to have this week. Yeah. And Mike, you mentioned it earlier too, when it comes to this defense, like let's not all get too excited about what we've seen from the defense the last couple of weeks here. The, that, that the Lions offensive line is a much better unit than what we've seen lately. So now the question is, Who's going to step up? And one guy that I'm very intrigued by is Kamal Martin. Are they going to use Kamal Martin more with Christian Kirksey? So that's something I'm looking for in this game coming up on Sunday. Yeah, on defense, we got some really good, uh, actually, feedback from Matt LaFleur. He'll say, like Darnell Savage Jr., such a smart kid. He goes, he's just kind of kind of learned to let the game come to him a little bit. Sometimes he goes for the big play, and he gets in the, in the wrong position. And then when you talk about the linebacker, and now that Raven Green, their hybrid safety linebacker, out for probably the season with that shoulder injury, I need to see more with Kamal Martin in there with the veteran Christian Kirksey. And another guy I asked about, was what's with the deal with Dean Lowry? I mean, he he had six tackles against the Eagles, but he's sort of been on a, you know, on a milk carton the last couple weeks. I asked LaFleur about that. You know, two guys that are obviously important to our defense. Dean plays a, a lot of snaps for us, and I feel like his play has picked up over the last couple of weeks, uh, certainly in the run game. Uh, that's where that's where he has to show through for us. And then Kamal, I thought, although I think he played like 16 snaps yesterday, uh, I know obviously the, the first play of the game, he's got a, he's got a, uh, a chance to get a TFL. We just got to get him to slow down a little bit. I love the way he, the energy uh, that he brings to our defense, the effort, the intensity. And uh, I thought there were some good plays he made. Uh, when The one thing about Kamal, when he sees it, he's going to he's gonna uh, hit it. And uh, there's no hesitation in his game. And sometimes that's that's really good. And, and other times that can get you in a bad spot. So I just think he's a young player, man, that just needs to – work through some of this stuff, but I'm, I'm really excited about just the athleticism and the intensity of what, what he brings to our defense. You know what's funny to me, Mike, listening to that? He spent like literally about 15 seconds talking about Lowry and then the other 50 on Kamal. That's just a guy and Kamal Martin, a lot of potential. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. He's our green and gold insider, Mike Clemens. We will wrap up the show with Mike coming up on the other side here on the Bill Michael show. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. 
certainly they're a team that's right in the thick of this thing right now. They're a game back within the wild card, and you just watch the effort, and you see the mentality that they displayed versus the Bears when it wasn't looking great for them, and the fact that they battled back on the road and won a, uh, a big football game. I think that tells you all that you need to know. I mean, we know we're going to have our hands full, that we're going to get their best shot. Matt LaFleur talking about the re-energized Lions. Bill Michael show wraps up here. With Mike Clemens, our Green and Gold Insider, I'm Radio Joe, in for Bill. You know, Mike, one of the most underrated parts of the success of the Packers this year has been, really, the versatility of this offensive line. And they lose Lane Taylor, starting right guard week one. Now you got Corey Lindsley out with the knee sprain, maybe for the rest of the regular season. I thought one of the most brilliant moves I've seen by an offensive line coach, Adam Stenovich, um, was last week, they said, you know what, let's take Billy Taylor from right tackle, moving to right guard, because Billy had 65 snaps up against this Fletcher Cox, and it worked great. I mean, despite the injuries and the half the shell game shuffle around, Bakhtiari missing some time there with the injury, that these guys are able to get pass protection for Aaron Rodgers against a tough defensive line for the Bears and the Eagles. And I asked Lucas Patrick, who's lining up at left guard, what's been the secret to the offensive line success in dealing with this adversity. You can you can only play as well as you as you prepare and I think the leaders on this team have been uh really keen on keeping us sharp on Wednesdays even even if we're a little throttled back and Thursdays and Fridays, you know, cuz uh, you can roll out there with confidence against these good fronts and know you're probably going to do well because, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and Saturday you've put the work in. And when you have that kind of protection for Aaron Rodgers, it opens things up. Devontae's making plays. And earlier this week, Mike, we had Jordy Nelson on, and he continued to rave about what Devontae's been doing. Yeah. Bill asked him, you know, what do you think about this connection you're seeing right now between Rodgers and Devontae? It's fun to watch him and Devontae and the chemistry that they have formed over the last handful of years. And it's at an all-time high right now. Those two, when they're on the same page and playing well, they make it look extremely, extremely easy, even though you know it's not. But there's a lot of hard work that's gone into it to be successful on Sunday, and it's, it's fun to be on the other side watching it. But the one thing is, Mike, there's always something about Ford Field, and that's why I can't. you cannot roll out the helmets in this game. For, the Packers have just had some issues at Ford Field, whether the game has been close or they've ended up losing. And the Lions are playing re-energized. It was five years ago last week. No time left on the clock. The Packers had never had the lead. And Aaron Rodgers had to throw that 61-yard Hail Mary to Richard Rodgers to win. And Devontae Adams was asked the other day, what's the deal? You guys end up beating the Lions, but what's the deal about Ford Field? I don't. I have no idea. I don't know. It's like uh, it might be in the, in the AC that they got in there. They might be putting something in the AC, like a little bit like some drowsy shit or something because I don't I don't know why but every seems I mean proves true every year since like 2015 we haven't done well in the first half and we got to come out and try to save our butts by playing as hard as possible in the second half um aware that you know we've been playing a little sleepy the way the way we started off the games out there and now that we're you know fully aware that hopefully that, that energy is different let's hope no one is drowsy coming up on Sunday Mike thank you so much as always and we will talk to you after the game on the Green and Gold Post game show thank you radio joe there he is, Mike Clemens, and that should do it here on the Bill Michael Show. And why not, just for the heck of it, because I kind of, you know, promised it. Let's finish the show with a little Star Wars, shall we? In honor for what all the Star Wars stuff that's coming out. 
My thanks to Mike Clemens, as well as Chris Raybon, Eric Baranchek. Thanks to Evan Heffelfinger, other side of the glass, producing today. Holding down the fort. Bill will be back on Sunday for the Green and Gold postgame show and also on Monday here on the Bill Michaels Show. I'm Radio Joe. You guys have a good weekend. Go Pack. Get the win. Talk to you guys later. See ya. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.